Howdy, boys and girls. Welcome back. It is week 11 of the college football season, week 11, therefore, of the Carla and Crappy Show. Um, and yet another week of Carla being on maternity leave and and yet another week of of having a, a, just a, a, it, it has been so cool to have so many different people from so many different backgrounds uh, being guest hosts. And and this week, our guest host is actually she has more Carla and Crappy Show experience probably than anyone except for AJ and Carla and me, because she's been on, I believe twice. I believe twice. Um, she's an all around sports fan. I suspect uh, baseball would be at the top of her list um, of our top of her non child related list, maybe. Um, and the, the, the Red Sox being the, the, the key there. Um, we've had her on before. Uh, she is a duck. And we had her on to talk about a fairly significant game between uh, Oregon and Ohio State. That one turned out better for me than the one this year did. Um, we've also had her on before to talk about one of the coolest traditions, one of the coolest games in college football before. And that's why she's on this week, because we're going to talk about that one um, when we get to our, our, our picks. Kim Debu, welcome back to the Carlin Thank you Crappy so much. Show. Thank you uh, so much. I'm, I, I'm Carlin Crappy's biggest fan. Well, I, I so. want one of the OG. Well, I mean, we're, we're going to talk about this a little bit too, but, but you've, you've literally been around since the beginning. So, um, uh, I feel so like it, I should have had a maternity leave for when you guys started. No, when you guys started. Yeah. No, I mean, that's okay. I'm good. Can, um, you guys are 10 years old now. So <laughs> you're, you're past that. Are we allowed to stay at home with, without a babysitter at this point? Is that, does that, I don't know Not how yet. that works. Not, Not yet. yet. No. Yeah. When, when does that start? How many more years do we have? Twelve. Twelve. If we if we demonstrate good behavior and responsibility and stuff. Exactly. Oh boy, exactly. I'm screwed. Feed the dogs. I'm, I'm totally yeah. screwed. That's not going to work. Um. <laughs> uh, anyway, we we have stuff. I I I, I don't want to, uh, to tease too much, but we have uh, two things that we're we're saving until a little bit later that we're gonna that uh, you are here to talk about. Um. One the one hint I will give for those who are listening and not watching, uh, I am I am all about uh, small college football this week. I have my Cornell hat on. I am celebrating win. We'll get to that. Um. I am also wearing purple. Uh, for Kim, uh, we will get to that as well. But before we do, uh, let's start with uh, the best thing that you saw or heard about in college football last weekend. I, I, now, Kim has two kids. They're both involved with lots of sports. If if I'm asking Kim about the, the best thing she saw in sports last weekend, it's, it's maybe a soccer game. Uh, I'm not sure what it might be. But so she's her time to watch college football is understandably limited. Um, so what, what, uh, what did you come up with as far as uh, last weekend stuff goes? Well, the, the best thing I saw was Friday night when yes. my son's team won the Whippeal championship at Highmark stadium. Um, that would be cool. lost the last, yeah, lost the last two years, met the same team this year and uh, turned it around completely. Um, Who they play? They played Greensburg central Catholic. Okay. 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 So we've played them a whole lot in the last few years. Um, typically one goal games. Oof. The last 10 games prior were um, they won five. We won five. Mm -hmm. uh, they tended to beat us wow. in the Whippeal championship, two Whippeal championships in a row, but then we'd come back and beat them in the state playoff, you know, right. craziness. Right. Um, okay. And my okay. son, my son also happens to be playing with a broken arm. So, ah, um, okay. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> so that was, you know, a little nerve wracking, but 
but I did actually find something I liked in college football. Okay. I thought was kind of cool. What was that? Um, Hello. Uh, it, it was, <laughs> it was that uh, it produced trick play against Michigan state. So gonna, that was just, I mean, I, 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 I don't have a dog in that fight. Yeah. Yeah. It was just a thing of beauty. It um, was. And reverse, it's, pass, it's, touch, it, I, I mean, Purdue is giving me all kinds of heartburn this week, and I'm going to uh, talk about that in just a second. But um, yeah, so I, I, it's hard to argue that that was it was a great play. That was pretty cool and a great game. Um, I, I, texting with a, a, a buddy of mine who uh, I we went to West Lafayette last time Ohio State played at Purdue, and 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 uh, Ohio State absolutely got waxed. This was in 2018, um, and and it is true. West Lafayette is where ranked teams go to die. Um, and that's, yeah, I, I should have, I should apologize for bringing that up to my, nah, my no, I'm going to, no, I've got it. It's one of my, my no, one of my son's co-captain's dad played for Michigan state. So ah, okay. he, sat, he sat behind me at the game tonight. <laughs> so, oh, <laughs> love boy. him to death, but well, well, yeah, and, that was um, spectacular. It was, it really was. Uh, and, and, and really a, a great effort by Purdue all the way around. Um, which is why. Um, I'm, 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 well, I mean, it's November and my, my college football anxiety is generally, uh, elevated this time of year anyway. Um, but Purdue, yeah. uh, first the best thing I saw last weekend actually did not happen last weekend. It happened a week ago tonight. We we're taping on a Tuesday. Um, and that was my Ohio university Bobcats upsetting, uh, arch rival, uh, Miami, Ohio on Tuesday night, um, on the, the first night return of Maction. Um, OU is playing Eastern right now, and I don't have a stream open, which is probably fine because I get, tend to be a little distracted when that's when that stuff is going on while I'm actually trying to do the show. But um, I continue to uh, feel more comfortable about understanding what Ohio State is and where they are, um, and that's just my I. I, I I get really myopic about college football this time of season. So that, you know, it's sort of about what is happening with them. Um, not a great game at Nebraska, but I, I will never complain about a conference road win, even though, you know, not many style points that, that, that you get, uh, that you get for a win like that, but you know, it, it is on the road it is against a good defense, especially um, Ohio state's uh, rushing defense um, pressure on the quarterback looked good. Uh, and, and, you know, Martinez is a, is a tough quarterback to pen in. So he's, he's, he had some big plays, um, and kept the, the Huskers, uh, in the game the whole time. Um, the thing is, I mean, this is, it's November football and the competition gets tighter and, um, I get tighter and everything, uh, just, this is how it is at this time of year. And then, and then you bring up Purdue and, and, uh, AJ in our, our group text thread uh, was like, man, Purdue did it again last week. I wonder who they play next week. And of course, he, he knows who they played this week. <laughs> um, interesting. You're going to need about, a lot of beers around the fire pit. Oh, boy. Uh, this it, it, the, the, Purdue is the scariest six and three team in the country in my mind right now. Um, and they did break into the uh, the, the uh, college football playoff rankings. Um so that's a, there's a, there's a ranked component to this as well, which is, which is helpful if you win. Here's the thing about Purdue. Um, I did not have time. It just, it just occurred to me tonight. So I didn't have time to research this the whole, the whole way out. Um, but I am fairly confident in saying 
uh, in the last 10 matchups, um, I, I'm fairly confident in saying that Purdue has the best record against Ohio State as, as any other team in the Big Ten. They are four and six. Um, and, and that includes, you know, that includes the 2018 game that we saw when, when, uh, when Purdue just crushed Ohio State. Um, that also includes an overtime loss in Columbus. One of those, one of those six It's a game that very easily could have gone the other way. Purdue could be 500. Um, if they had pulled that game out, they could be 500 against Ohio State in the, in the last 10 matchups. And, um, uh, and ain't nobody else in the big 10, uh, can say that. So, yeah. Um, you know, I know it's just going to be tense. You get Nebraska, Purdue, Michigan State, Michigan. That's how your season closes. It's gonna it's gonna be dicey. That's that's just that is how it is. But um, so anyway, I, I should note I should note for AJ uh, that the AJ Fundex and Kim. I, I, I assume you've heard by now that um, we're referring to the over under number as the AJ Fund Index. Um, the AJ Fund Index for that game is sixty two. Respectable, perhaps. Enough for a mention in this week's College Football After Dark report? AJ, maybe? No? Maybe? Eh, we'll see. AJ, go ahead. Hello, boys and girls. It is this week's Group of Five report. It's your buddy AJ going through the games that you're probably not paying attention to this week. I will say, this is kind of a butt week for G5 football. Mostly because uh, everybody's play- all the good teams are playing all the bad teams. Right. This is uh, kind of like uh, soak on Saturday in the SEC, but at the group of five level across all of them. So there's some things in here. Uh, we'll go through them, but note that there's not a ton of games this week. We'll start on Friday. Uh, Wyoming at Boise State, 9 p.m. on FS1. We will always watch Mountain West action. We will always watch the blue field. Wyoming is fine. Um, they're not terribly good. Their defense is a bit porous. And Boise seems to have found something against Fresno that they could carry forward. They beat the crap out of Fresno last week. Um, we'll need to see how Boise's defense handles Wyoming's running backs. Boise State's given up a ton of yards on the ground, and Wyoming runs the ball pretty much exclusively. Uh, also, I learned today that Boise State owns the trademark for all non-green football fields. So if you see a team that has like uh, Eastern Michigan has a gray field, Eastern Washington has a red field, Coastal has a teal field, they actually have to go and get approval from Boise State to get a different colored field. I learned that today. Saturday, noon, ESPNU, we've got UCF at SMU. Oh no, SMU, What's what happened? Everything was going so great. You got... Your heart ripped out against Houston and then just could not get it together last week against against Memphis. Two straight L's for the Mustangs has them in a spiral, likely out of the ACC championship game unless something real weird happens. Uh, but they need a win to get back on track and get to a a fairly uh, you know nice bowl game. They're seven and two right now. They're they're fully capable of going ten and two, but um, this is going to be rough. Uh, sorry, they likely won't go 10-2 and because they've got Cincinnati next week. Hopefully, they don't have a look-ahead game. Also, if UCF wins, because UCF's looked pretty good this year. Um, if they win out and what they have left is UConn and USF at home, both of those teams, real bad. Uh, they have a very high chance to finish 9-3 and three in Gus's first year. Fun index on this game is 60.5, so I'd keep an eye on that one. 
ECU at Memphis, 12 p.m. on ESPN+, Plus, which means it's going to look like crap. Memphis, with a huge win last week over SMU, now they take on ECU at home. ECU's 5-4. and four. Did you know that? I didn't know that. ECU seems really, really competent this year, where previously, the last few years, they've been completely garbage. They need a W this week or next week to secure a bull bid for the first time since 2014. Fun index is 59. You know what? Let's go Pirates. Just get a bowl game for the first time in a very long time. Uh, 3.30 p.m. on CBSSN, the Network of Champions. We've got UAB at Marshall. Normally, in most years, this is a CUSA Championship preview game. But Meep freaking Meep seems to have found their way and are now running away with the conference title after beating the absolute crap out of UTEP. Marshall, though, seems to have found its stride. They had three straight losses uh, earlier in the season. They've since played um, some lower quality talent and figured out how to run their offense. Uh, but the talent ramps up before the end of the season. Their win against FAU was actually a pretty good win last week. Uh, but this should be a very good game. UAB is second in the CUSA West. Uh, Marshall is first in the CUSA East. So this should actually be a pretty good game. Fun index is 55. Now, it's at this time where I point out that between the 3.30 games and 10.30 p.m. games, there's pretty much nothing on from a G5 or even let's get weird standpoint. All of the games look like they look pretty chalky. That is where I will tell you to scoreboard watch and giggle because um, that's what I do. Uh, let's go to those 1030 games, though. Wazoo at Oregon at 1030 p.m. on ESPN. We're under the lights in Austin. Um, ESPN, though, I got to I gotta listen. I've got a beef with ESPN. One, ESPN Plus quality is gross. It's just every game on there looks like it's shot, uh, like it's a Fedco Friday Night Lights. That's a Pittsburgh reference. Um, they they all just look like they were shot at like a high school stadium. They just look like crap. For whatever reason, and I don't understand this, ESPN's camera crews on the West Coast are bad. The quality looks like crap. The lighting, white balance, everything about it looks like it's a sub- like quality game. It doesn't, I don't understand it. It's a consistent thing that happens week after week, and it doesn't matter what stadium it's in. Like USC games look like crap. Arizona State games look like crap. BYU games look like crap. Everything looks like crap on the West Coast, which is gross. ESPN, get it together because your West Coast football is your best Coast football. This game, though, could get weird. Oregon's been doing a lot of playing with their food in the past few weeks. They're ranked number three in the college football playoff, which good for them. I, sure. The problem with Oregon is that they really need to come out and absolutely stomp somebody so that people stop saying that they play with their food. Their game last week against Washington was gross in the rain, but Washington kept it generally close for way too long in that game. Oregon does this a lot. Wazoo has... Made made Arizona State pay before. Does Wazoo have enough to make the Ducks regret it? Fun index on this one is 57. Keep an eye out. 10.30 p.m. on CBSSN. Again, the network of champions. We've got Nevada at San Diego State. You should continue to put your eyes on Nevada's Carson Strong. He is easily the best QB in college football right now with like Caleb Williams at OU is like a 1A. Like, I can't name another quarterback that is at Carson Strong's level. Dude is thrown for over 3,000 yards. He's got 25 touchdowns. And he's still got three games left. He is incredible, and you should watch him. However, on the other side of the ball, and it, it, 
it doesn't pain me to say this. I appreciate when things get weird, but I'm going to talk about punting. And San Diego State has an incredible punter. His name is Matt Ariza, and he's been blessed with a mortar cannon for a right leg. Uh, he's also like an incredibly smart kid and has figured out like every last thing you need to know about punting. And so now he can rip off 79 to 86 yard punts. He had a 79 yard punt last week. That's not even in his top five. He had an 86 yard punt earlier this season against air force. His average punt is 52 yards. It just, he is big 10 is all hell and is in the mountain West playing for Brady Hoke. He literally can flip the field. In fact, that 86-yard punt, he kicked it off from the goal line, and it landed on the opposing 18. This isn't like he's hitting it and it's just rolling a long way. He's hitting this in the air. It's incredible. So you should watch just for Matareza and hope that San Diego State's offense gets pinned deep just to watch Matareza unload. Uh, He's very fun to watch. The fun index on this game is 46, so the offenses will not be fun to watch, but we're actually here for punts. And finally, at 10.30 p.m. on FS1, we've got Utah State at San Jose State. Last year, Utah State was 1-5 in the in the COVID-shortened season. Before that, they had like three wins a season. They were not good. Um, they had hired, at one point, Gary Anderson, uh, former Wisconsin coach. He was the coach who just like walked out at one point. Um, and they replaced him with Arkansas State's Blake Anderson. Blake Anderson's a very good football coach, and now they're seven and two with wins over Wazoo and FCS's North Dakota. Uh, reminder: Don't play the Dakotas like ever. And they have a close loss to BYU. They seem to have something going, and I would expect more of that against what has been a very inconsistent San Jose State team. They've shown moments of brilliance. They've shown big moments of stupidity. The fun index on this game is 56.5. Also, this is in San Jose State Stadium, so if you watch this game, half the stadium isn't there because they're renovating it. So there's just a hill on the other side of the field. It's kind of fun to watch. Uh, This has been this week's Group of Five report. Hopefully we'll be back with some more fun things to talk about, uh, but we will see you all next week. Crappy, back to you. Thank you, AJ. Um, uh, Enjoy your games, and I will enjoy my games that you told me I should not watch as as usual, so that's that's cool. Um, The Big Red Bears report, real quick. Happy weekend. Uh, Cornell was invited to Philly to be the homecoming opponent for the Penn Quakers, and they spoiled the party for Penn, uh, leaving with a 15 to 12 win, good defense, uh, good special teams, uh, which, which I, my, my nephew drew, um, it, that's where he's getting his playing time these days. Next up, uh, the big Red travels to play the seven and one Dartmouth big green on Saturday. That sounds like an ouch to me. Um, uh, 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 Kim, uh, you, you are a new England person. You have yeah. any, kind of uh, experience exposure with with uh ivy league sports when you when you were growing up um not so much when i was growing up actually a friend of mine's vice president of the ivy league um oh, we, well, yeah, okay. in, we, we haven't been in touch for a while but um <laughs> she was when she was an undergrad at bates mm-hmm. she she worked for my dad okay um doing athletic department laundry mm-hmm. and um she used to play tennis with me on occasion mm-hmm little racquetball um and you know i sort of worshiped the ground she walked on and found out recently that she sorry my husband's cars 
corn, <laughs> whatever. Um, right under me because I'm above the garage. Oh, okay. Um, so, so yeah, I probably should get back in touch with her if my son decides to look at any Ivy League schools. Um, but yeah, discovered kind of by accident that she's mm-hmm. like VP of the Ivy League. <laughs> nice. So, nice. That, that's my that's my experience. Um, I did interview for a job at Dartmouth. Thought mm-hmm. that it was really really cool. Um, mm-hmm. It wouldn't be so bad to go up there right now. I, although foliage may be fully passed. You're probably, you're, yeah, you're, sure. you're probably, you're probably past peak, uh, but it's yeah. still. Um, yeah, I'm more of an SCAT girl. Okay, no, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, and, and, and and again, not not to tease you guys, but we will get to that. I, if if um, if Oliver is thinking about, uh, I mean, I, I can recommend Cornell. I, I've been to Ithaca. Ithaca is gorgeous. My nephew is having a great time and 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 doing well with school. So. There you go. Cool. We'll, we'll, we'll talk. Unsolicited advice about. He'd like somewhere warmer, future. but he's also thinking Syracuse. So who knows? Syracuse, Nick, is basically the same. It's the, it, the I mean, it's going to snow from, yeah. from November through like May. July. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure what part of that it's qualifies as warmer. Um, you know, maybe, maybe warmer than New Hampshire and Dartmouth. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, um, we have games uh, to talk about, um, both some big ones uh, and, and one smaller one. one, one big little game, I believe it's, it's referred to. Uh, we're going to get to that in a second. We're going to start uh, with Big Nude Saturday, uh, Oklahoma at Baylor, uh, OU by five and a half points. Uh, the HA Fund Index is 62.5. Um, and and guys, we're the, the ESPN was late serving up the um, the rankings this week, and I'm just not going to go find them right now. So it, you know what we're talking about here, um, Kim. What do you think about this one? Well, you know, I was all OU at uh-huh. the start when uh-huh. I started trying to look into this. Thank you for giving me a little heads up on what games were absolutely, coming. Absolutely. Um, I was thinking all OU. How is this even a question? And then <laughs> I started to dig a little deeper and discovered that. OU has only two wins over teams that are over 500. There is that. And I'm <laughs> kind of starting to think that if they win, they might be the real thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think this is this is their test. Baylor will Baylor, Baylor will tell us who Oklahoma is. Yeah, absolutely. Week. Absolutely. And um, I I you know, I I hope you don't want to pick, but I'm, you know, I always go for the underdog and I think I think Baylor has a has a chance. That would be, I mean, it, it, uh, that'd be pretty cool. It, it would be pretty cool. Um, it's also a pretty solid pick, I think. Um, given you know Oklahoma's inconsistency, um, you, you, I mean, you, you, you got right to the crux of the problem with the Sooners. They just don't. Um, it, it's gotten better, but but for the past few seasons, they do not play uh, like they should, especially in in games like this. Uh, and Baylor is good enough. Um, that, that that's they if Oklahoma is not on it on Saturday uh, if Caleb Williams is not playing uh, as as well as he has for whatever reason or another uh, Baylor could really bite the Sooners um, now they have to they really got to get dialed in uh, their November schedule I mean it's, it's, it's Baylor uh, followed by Iowa State and then uh, Oklahoma State in Stillwater uh, that's where the Bedlam game is so this is a three-game stretch that is really, really tough. Um, 
I think uh i i think the sooners will be will be focused they've seemed more like 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 that recently in the, in the past couple of weeks um uh you know really dispatching opponents that, that they they really should um i i'm it's a tough game for sure and and really i would not be surprised at all if baylor wins this i'm gonna stick with uh, with the sooners because i think uh, it, it just feels like they have this figured out and, and, uh, they're going to, they're going to put together the kind of effort that they need to at the end of the season. Uh, the next noon Saturday game, um, this is one that, that AJ will undoubtedly have encouraged you not to watch Michigan at Penn state. Michigan is favored by one. The AJ fund index is a not at all fun 48 and a half points. Uh, Kim, what do you think? Well, as, as the only person in Pittsburgh who doesn't like Penn State and doesn't like Pitt. Um, <laughs> okay. Truly. I mean, I, I don't like either one. I, right. I, I have to qualify that slightly. I've been loving watching Pitt soccer this year, men and women. Yes. Um, yeah. They've been an absolute blast. Nice. Um, but I'm, I was leaning Penn State. Mm-hmm. And then I read that they've suspended a defensive lineman for a half. Uh, this yeah. Game. yeah. What the heck? I mean, how do you just, so he's, he's bench. I, I, I don't understand the rat. It's like, if he did something really horrible, he should be suspended. Suspending yeah. for a half doesn't, sorry, I'm a mom, you know, ah, half. Yes. yeah. Yeah. That's I, like, I, I got you. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, so I, I don't know. I think I'm going Michigan just based on them being stupid. Okay. Um, I would, I would generally uh, throw my hat into the Michigan is stupid ring, but that's, <laughs> uh, that's, that's just an, you know, in higher Fair enough. um, I, I, I'm, I'm still a Michigan skeptic. Uh, I'm, I am of course, a, 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 and always will be a Jimmy Harbaugh skeptic. Um, yeah, I'm not, I, in, I, I'm with you there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm not entirely sure what it is that James Franklin is is trying to do in State College. There are times when um, his, his team looks fantastic, uh, and and I know injuries is a part of this, but but they're always and I've gone we've gone over this with Carla, we've gone over this uh, with Kelly Krieg, um, ad nauseum. Uh, they're just they're, there are too many sort of head scratching moments um, with with James Franklin teams, and you just wonder. I mean, I. It, does that has that make sense? I don't know. Um, but he's got a good defense. Uh, he has a good quarterback who is getting closer to being 100% again for the first time. And, 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 uh, and, and he presents, a, he presents a real challenge um, for, for any defense because, uh, because he's his ability to run as well as throw. Um, ha. <sighs> one point Michigan's a one point favorite I'm gonna go with Penn State only because they're at home um and that uh as we've discussed before can be a, an actual home field advantage um yes. it's not something that that Michigan has experienced uh so far this season it's not something they see at home in the in the big hole but uh I, I'm again another tight game uh I'm I'm gonna go with the home team here um, again, though, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, if uh, Michigan were to win. Um, I, I think the winner is AJ and the fun index. Yeah, I think so. I think he's the one who nailed it. 
I'm going to, I'm going to have to, uh, to keep him up to date on this game. Cause I know there's no way he's going to, he's never going to turn it on. Um, seven 30 on Saturday, uh, NC state at wake forest week is favored by two. Uh, the AJ fund index is a respectable 66 and a half points, which means he might actually turn this one on. Um, uh, an important thing to remember about this game is that the game wakes loss at UNC last weekend does not count in the conference standings. They years ago, they scheduled, they scheduled each other as a non-conference game just to fill a hole in the schedule um, because they don't it's play. A, every and it's week. an old rivalry. It is a very old rivalry. Um, yeah. So uh, with, with that, with that background, uh, Kim, what do you think? So I don't know if you remember, but my husband used to write a piece of software called Mulberry. Yes. He's an email yes. client named Mulberry. Wake Forest was a Mulberry school. Oh. One of, the, one of the few. Okay. One of the few in the U.S. Mulberry schools. Um, and and my loathing for NC State goes back a really long way. And and you know where and you know exactly where it comes from. Um, uh, could, 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 perhaps you should explain. Yeah, I know. Um, I've been a Duke <laughs> basketball fan since before Shashevsky. Um, and uh, NC State was always sort of a thorn. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm I'm going Wake. Also, my son okay. is slightly interested in Wake as of late. They they oh, did cool. a little campus thing at school this week and or last week, and he's uh, curious. That would count as warmer. Thinks thinks the ACC was kind of fun. So no, I I think Wake has this. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think all, they're okay. All, all of that stuff. Um, I I, I agree. I, I um. Uh, first off, I would say uh, while we are, as we speak, uh, Duke would be opening uh, Coach K's final season on ESPN right now uh, against against Kentucky. Um, but I chose to be with you. And I, I'm just going to say, I, I, I'm not sure how it happened that I, I got you to 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 pick Carlin Crappy Show over that. But it's just a long college basketball season. You have lots of games to watch. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I, I I really think uh, last this is this is kind of the best situation possible for Wake. Last weekend, you get a uh, oh, this is awful. A wake up call um, that doesn't hurt you in the conference standings. Still on top of the ACC Atlantic. Um, NC State is solid. NC State has, uh, has is motivated for this because they're just a game behind Wake in the in the um, uh, in in their part of the conference. So I'm 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 thinking Wake gets the nudge uh, from their their loss at UNC last week. They will be sharp. Um, they will play the defense they need to, and that offense will continue to roll. Uh, and the Demon Deacons will win once again. Now, <clears throat> we're going to back up to noon. Uh, this game, I, I, you can, I, you would be able to find it on the internet, I, I, but um, it's not on any ESPN, uh, although it was a couple of years ago, if I remember correctly. Uh, it, was, it was college college game day. It was, it was a game day thing. Yeah, that's what I think that's when yeah. we had you on to talk about this. Um, we have mentioned Kim's affiliation with Oregon. That is a master's degree. Kim is a proud graduate of uh, Williams College of the uh, New England Small College Athletic Conference. Uh, and at noon on Saturday is what is called as the the uh, biggest little game in America. Um, and this is a rivalry that that goes. I mean, you think Ohio State and Michigan go back? They go back a long way. 
Um, this is the 135th time, I believe, that uh, Williams and Amherst have played each other. Uh, this is it's at Amherst. Um, there are no lines, no odds. You know, this is this is the, the Division Three football. Williams is eight and zero, oh, and I got to think that they are they are they are chomping at the bit to complete a perfect season, especially against the rivals. Um, what can, what before we get to this actual game? What what makes this a big deal? Well, it's the most played rivalry in Division Three. Yeah, fourth longest rivalry in uh, in all of college football. Mm-hmm. It's seventeen years older than Yankees and Red Sox. Okay, um, so it's been played since eighteen eighty four. Yeah. Um, let's see. Williams was founded in seventeen ninety three. Amherst in eighteen twenty one. Yeah, and, and and I do like your pronunciation. It is Amherst. Um, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, so what happened was the, the president of Williams at the time decided that the college was not viable, was never going to survive in their remote outpost of Western Pennsylvania. And he packed up some students, mm-hmm. stole some books out of the library, headed east and founded Amherst Academy. Okay. Which we, which is, you know, the correct name for the place. And um, they're known as the defectors of 1821. Oh, okay. That's what we call them. And what happened, and the reason, as I, I think we mentioned in the pregame, is the, the Amherst, the Williams Alumni Association mm-hmm. is celebrating its 200th anniversary this year, 1821. Eight, 1821. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the way they saved Williams was they rallied the alumni and founded the first Society of Alumni in America. Um, and alumni donated money and saved the college. They had a new, hired a new president and um, the rest is history. That is fabulous. So that is, that, that is and- how, yeah, Am- Amherst is like the little brother of Williams which I'll probably get really great hate mail for saying that, but I'm looking forward to it. But yeah, I mean, they wouldn't exist if their president hadn't, you know, stolen students, stolen books. And you know, uh, we'd like those books back too. That'd be um, I, there's gotta be like a, that's a, that's gotta be like a hefty yeah. library fine after, after yeah, this time. I would think, I would think, <laughs> um, I, I, I gotta give, gotta give, uh, Amherst credit though for, yes. um, changing their their mascot a few years back that was a recent um, there's a recent change yeah yeah they, uh, they're, they they're currently the, the, they were currently the mammoths they are and for many years they were the lord jeffs in honor of lord jeffrey amherst of of smallpox blanket fame oh um well yeah that's yeah. not really no that's not cool um so but it, interestingly the alumni voted on that change and one of the places they voted was at the alumni viewings of the Williams Amherst football game which occur all over the world um Williams and Amherst alumni gather together and Mm -hmm. watch the game Mm -hmm. um used to be you had to be at a place with a satellite dish when I first graduated but now you know it's on Nesson or it's streamed or um and we're still doing it still doing it today anyone in Pittsburgh wants to come by Bakery Square on Sunday (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or sorry, Saturday. On Saturday. At noon, uh-huh. we'll, we'll have the game on the big screen. 
Um, uh, and 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 if your son isn't playing soccer, you you will be there. Correct? I will be there. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Um, I it, it's funny. The first time I ever went to one of these alumni things, I yeah. I swore that some of the guys were bigger on the screen than they were in real life because I <laughs> you know I still knew some of them. Uh huh. And I'm wondering if this with the screen at Bakery Square, if that's going to be the case again. Um, I would think. I, yeah. I think that's still going to be that's still going to be impressive. Um, it's been interesting as as I've watched and I've watched at least parts of uh, every single game that Cornell has played uh, this season. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you know, even the difference between uh, Ohio University and and uh, the, the the Ivy League guys or or smaller schools, it it the they're they are different physically. Um, but I've had a ball uh, watching watching my nephew's team, even though it's they've they've had a, a tough season. Uh, the athleticism is good. Um, certainly, the the desire and the heart is is awesome to see. Um, there is there is absolutely no let up between um, you know from from Division One uh, schools right. to to the Ivy League or to and uh, any how do you what was the how do you Nescac. say that? Nescac, thank you. Ne- Nescac. Nescac. So um, I mean these guys are not playing for rankings. Yeah, Nescac yeah. does not allow football to go on to any postseason. Right. They do right. some sports, but not football. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's no scholarships for for athletes at D3. They're it, it's, it, it's it is, something it's sim- special to watch. It is similar to the Ivy League. Um and the Ivy League is technically um, FCS, um, but the Ivy League also um, they they have there are non-conference games, um, but they 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 the Ivy League does not participate in the postseason tournament. Um, it is it is those those ten games, eleven games, eleven games, and then boom, and and that's and that's your season. And if you are on top of the Ivy League at that point, you are the Ivy League champion. Um, and that's kind of a that's kind of a cool thing too. So, anyway, I, I've I've had a ball, um, my, and my eyes have definitely been opened to uh, the the fun that there is to be had uh, at these at these levels of college football. Um, what what do you think about this game? I mean, uh, to to come into a game uh, against your rival and and you are undefeated, um, right. that's that's got to be pretty cool and a little scary at the same time. Well, yeah, a little scary, um, okay. you know, but, you know, there is the chance to ruin homecoming, which is always cool. Um, but, you know, <laughs> Williams and Amherst have done it to each other, have ruined each other's perfect seasons often. Uh-huh. Um, they always play at the end, mm-hmm. um, either Williams homecoming or Amherst homecoming. Okay. Um, alternate, alternate years. But interestingly, week seven of the NESCAC season, mm-hmm. there were three undefeated teams. Really? Um, Williams, Trinity, and Wesleyan. Okay. And Williams played Trinity on week seven, beat them 42 to three. And then their only defeat. Okay. And then last week beat Wesleyan Wesleyan. 25 nothing. Yeah. 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 And Wesleyan, Um, Wesleyan had the best, has the bet, had, had the best offense in the league. Did I I read that correctly? I think so. I think so. Yeah. And um, there's, there's a rumor. I, I don't, I don't know the truth to this. Okay. But apparently the West. scoop here, guys. yeah, apparently the Wesleyan coach was at one time in line for the Williams job hmm. and didn't get and didn't get it. Hmm. And Williams had a few lean years 
fairly recently. And Wesleyan took great pride in running up the score oh. um, on Williams. And um, Williams did not let off the gas this week. Um, <laughs> okay. Totally yeah, fair. there was there there were they were already up twenty five nothing, and we're still like the play is to the end zone. Nice, nice. Um, so uh, yeah, I, I I haven't researched the truth to that. I read it on one of my Williams Facebook boards, but okay. um, wouldn't wouldn't doubt that it's true. I I think Williams has this handily. I mean, there's always okay. nerves going into going into play at Amherst. I mean, I played rugby at Williams, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, we we used to bet shirts. So yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I maybe, maybe not that level of tension. Cause you know, you're going home with all of your clothes, but <laughs> um, I, I still think Williams has this. I think it's yeah. their shutout. I think mm-hmm. it's 35, nothing. Um, okay. And I'm really sad if I'm not going to be there to rub it in the face of my Amherst counterparts because you know they (laughs) when I first started doing this alumni thing in in Pittsburgh yeah um it was those lean times when Amherst would just crush us year after year after year so I'm going to enjoy this for as long as it lasts as Um, it's like Ohio State versus Michigan in the 90s it just uh, uh, oh god uh can this yeah and when it's going good you got to ride the wave and you know, I've, it could, I've been it could end at any time. I, I, absolutely, absolutely. I, I've been writing writing a wave uh, as far as that rivalry goes for for quite a while now. Um, at some point, it's going to end. I don't know when, uh, but but at some point, um, that's going going to come to an end. Uh, as far as this game this year, uh, I mean, just going back and looking at at, at uh, how Williams has dispatched everybody else in yes. the league. Um, <laughs> I, it, it, I mean, they, that that is that is a special special season um and you you go into the rivalry game uh and it's rivalry game and there's always weird stuff that happens but you're you're ready to close out a perfect season um you're you're ready to celebrate a championship um and as any good college football fan could tell you if, if you can do those things and beat your rival at the same time and get to enjoy that feeling for the next 364 days there is absolutely nothing better absolutely nothing better in college football um and the f's win this period um the what the f's did i say that correctly no No? No. okay i I was i was i i I saved that to the end because i'm just like i'm no that's not how that's how i'm gonna so the guy's name was ephraim williams ephraim williams okay so they're the eves the eves I should have remembered that from last time. <laughs> That's okay. I should have remembered. I'm trying. I'm trying here. Um, I, and, and feel free to tell anyone from Amherst what a how I pronounce that name too. That was That's perfect. That was fun. You got it. Sweet. Absolutely perfect. Boys and girls, you can hear the Carly and Crappy Show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, TuneIn, and a variety of other podcasting hosts. You can watch us on YouTube and on the show's Facebook page. If you like us, please subscribe, rate, and review. If you don't, mind your own damn business. Be sure to come back next week um, when you can uh, see exactly how wrong we were. Uh, this is the portion of the show where we, it's called One Final Thing. Um, I, do you, I, I, Kim, do you have a, a final thing that might even tangentially be related to college football? Totally related to college football. Oh, sweet, even better. So my best friend yes. is from Omaha, lives okay. in Omaha, okay, and is a season ticket holder to Nebraska. Okay. 
So of course I had to ask her what was up with this whole coach thing. Oh uh, yeah. And you know, she'd been driving for two days to get to Maryland and um, oh, thought her called her mom and thought her mom was joking um, <laughs> about the whole thing. And, and, you know, she's like, I think it's great. Got rid of his useless assistants. Give him another year to turn the program around. It's going to be fabulous. So mm-hmm. I love her. I love her to death. She's a little misguided on a few things. Her dad is a Yankees fan. Oh, but, that's unfortunate. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be interested to see a year from now what I'm saying to her about Nebraska football. <laughs> it it, it is. It is an interesting thing, and 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 Kim, of course, is referring to uh, uh, Scott Frost uh, getting extension, um, and then Scott Frost. Uh, I think he fired both coordinators, um, or th- I think that was part of the arrangement. Um, yes, and and it's it's tough when you and, and Michigan is in kind of a similar situation when you, when you bring back um, the 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 the. The, the hero of the program from years before um, who's now a coach and you are expecting him to be the hero of the program again. Um, if it doesn't work, man, it's, it's impossible. It is, it is so hard to cut those ties. Um, I, I would, I, in Nebraska's case, uh, it, it's, it's tough. I think there has been improvement. I, I think, you know, this year's team is, is, uh, is demonstrably better than, uh, than two years ago. Um, I, I think they've taken, they've taken solid steps each year, but it's just it, it, the, the final record, the final product um, doesn't quite reflect that. Uh, Harbaugh in Michigan's the same way. I mean, he, he, he wins the games, wins the easy ones. Record there is solid. Um, against ranked opponents, eh, not so much. Against his rivals, against Michigan State and Ohio State, no, no. He's got one win in the whole time that he's he's been in Ann Arbor. Um, I, I'm astounded that they both have jobs. I, yeah, I, 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 I guess I, I agree. Um, you know, and and I don't, I. I I, I, Ohio State hasn't been in a position where a former player has come back uh, to be head coach. Um, I, I, I joke about the fact that you know maybe Luke Fickle at Cincinnati is being um, could come back someday when you know when when there's an opening and um, and and keep Ohio State in the the glorious position that it's in. I, but boy, that's it, it's a tough spot to be honest, um, and I, you know good for scott frost uh but it, it's kind of put up or shut up time um because i don't know i don't know uh, there are that many more extensions without some um improvement to the bottom line it, it, you know and that's just that's just wins and losses got it if, if you don't if it doesn't show up there at some point you're going to run out of chances uh the last thing that i am going to mention um and this is just a a brief uh Tribute to the late great draft day suit blog. Um, our mutual friends uh, Sarah and Lori uh, founded this a million years ago, when when we were when we were blogging that when when that was a thing. Um, before I had gray hair. Uh, before I had gray hair. In fact, 
Uh, and, and that's not completely true. I had I had a little always had a little bit kind of mixed in here and there and stuff. But um, that is I and I wanted to bring this up while you were here because literally you were uh, you were around for the start of the Carl and Crappy show. Uh, it, as and Carl and I have mentioned this briefly it before, but um, this. Uh, I think Sarah founded the blog. Laurie, Laurie was there pretty much from the beginning. Um, they asked me, I feel like you and me and Carla may have all kind of come into this at about the same time. Yeah, I think so. They asked, they asked me and I recommended you guys. Oh, okay. Well, thank I you. I think. We appreciate it. At least that. that's how I remember it. Who knows? <laughs> but um, it's my story. I'm sticking to mm -hmm. it. And then, you know, we, we were just doing blog posts about what the stuff that we wanted. Um, it was a great experience, really solid blog, uh, a great group of writers. I mean, people all across the country, some of whom I, I do a better job of keeping in touch with than, than others. Um, we started doing, uh, if you remember Google Plus and the Hangouts function, we started doing uh, occasional um, the videos where we would pick NFL games. A lot of fun. My son occasionally. Yes. Even, jumping yes. in on that. What was he about yes. six? Oh man. Goodness. How, how old is Five, he? Five, six how years old. old. He's 16. Well, I mean, the, the, this yeah. show is, this show is 10 years old. So yeah. So, so yeah. five or he six, five or six. That's nuts. Um, uh, he would, he was, he was pretty good too. As I recall. I, I, Better than me. <laughs> And, and that just, that turned from there, that sort of turned into a thing, you know, Carla and I have, uh, have these college football um, uh, issues and we, you don't have issues. You have whole subscription. Uh, um, <laughs> so we started occasionally doing, uh, we started occasionally doing just a, a college football picks. Um, and I think we might've done a couple that where other people were involved, but generally it was just the two of us doing these things. Um, I know you helped and you edited, uh, a number of those. You might've been in on a couple of the original of the, uh, the, the earliest shows. I, I don't recall. I don't remember either. Um, it was way too long ago, but it was, it was just, it was a really cool experience and it was a great place for, uh, the Carlin crappy show to start. Um, we, we, obviously we had, uh, the, you know, the blog's founders, um, the person who was the blog's editor at that point, which was Kim, um, you know, we were, were completely supportive, just like, yeah, go for it. We, we, we'd love yeah. to do this. And we would post, <laughs> we, we post these videos to the, uh, to the blog. And then, um, you know, and then eventually uh, we started doing them every week and we became more serious. Um, and, I, you know, it, it turned into a, a, a bigger thing. Uh, than it was there, but I'm, it, I will always be grateful um, that that we had that space to get started. Um, and so I would, and I will, I'm going to, I tried to get Sarah and Lori involved with this and they're both just like, eh, I don't watch college football. I'm like, so what? So I, do you know how, how long I've been trying to get Sarah and Lori to have a podcast? <laughs> that would be so good. Oh, that and they, so they tried good. to say they tried to say something the other day about how, you know, if only you lived down here in DC, Kim. I'm like, uh, we that have this thing called the internet. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it it does you. not matter. Thank you. Um 
anyway, I had lunch I, with them. I had lunch with them in June. That's cool. That's cool. We tried to go to a baseball game and it got rained out, eh. but we met for lunch. And once again, the podcast topic did come up, but I don't know. We'll uh, it's going to, it's going to come up again in the show notes. It's coming up right, again, right here now. And I will, Excellent. they will be, they will be tagged. Um, because I am, Perfect. I am, I am, I am, I am grateful that we had that space. I'm grateful that those two gave it to us. I'm grateful for the help that you gave us in getting started. Um, and, and then you certainly have been like uh, uh, fan number one when we, when, 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 even when draft day suit was no longer a thing. Then um, we kept this going. We do appreciate I still post it to the Facebook page. You do. Sometimes you do. When I see, when I see it. <laughs> you do. And we always it, appreciate but, it. But we love you guys. Oh, thank you so much. It, it, it has been, it has been a great 10 years. Um, the 10th year has been a little odd, but a lot of fun. And I think we're going to get Carla back here for the postseason stuff. That's just my, my suspicion, but we'll, we'll That would we'll be see. fabulous. I, I think her, her, she named her daughter like mm-hmm. perfectly. So. <laughs> She'll be um, she'll be happy to hear that. Ah, uh, Kim, thank you uh, for that stuff and for this today. Um, uh, we thanks uh, for uh, letting me join in. Absolutely, it, it is great to talk to you as always, and um, and thank you so much for for helping us get started, uh, boys and girls. Thank you again for listening, for watching. We hope you enjoy this week's games, and we hope you come back next week. Cheers, everybody. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the games. We'll talk to you later.